Thank you all for getting back here for our second assembly. We want to have a, a special focus on prayer and praise through hymns in the second service. So let's dedicate our attention to those um, particular subjects. Um, Brother Stephen is going to come and lead us in several hymns in between prayers. And then I'm going to spend a few minutes talking about some uh, particular aspects of praying. Our great Father in heaven, we are so thankful to call thee our Father. You have been a good and gracious Father to us in so many ways. We, we hear the story of Ruth in our ears. We see it on the pages, and our flesh tells us that it can't be true. But our spirits know that it is true, that you are the God of Ruth, and you're the God of this congregation right now. Amen. We pray that these things, the things written aforetime, might be written for our learning and not our condemnation, that once again we've heard how we ought to trust in thee and that we don't go from this place not having learned something this day. Bless our time here. Bless us to sing from the heart, to sing with the understanding, to lift your name high as it ought to be. Let us think for a few minutes on prayer and then pray with the understanding of how we ought to pray and what those things we ought to pray for. Bless our time here that it be for the better and not for the worse, that as we walk out these doors that there might be a group of people on the face of the earth that has not bowed their knee to Baal, but has met in your house on your day to know how we ought to live better for you. This is our desire. This is our, our prayer. We ask that it might grow within us. In Jesus Christ's name, we must pray always. Amen. Amen. Brother Stephen. If you would get your burgundy hymnals out. And flip to hymn number 104, Brethren, we have met to worship. In this song, I mean, every time we sing a song, we should know the words that we're singing and sing with the understanding. And to ask you, will you pray with all your power while we try to preach the word? So are we going to pray to to our Lord? And another reminder I like is in the last verse, let us love our God supremely. Let us love each other too. That's why we're meeting here today. That's how... Uh, others would know the disciples were Jesus's because the love they had one for another. We should mimic that. We should have that same spirit and love among us. Psalm 10, um, hymn 104, brethren, we've met to worship.
Second verse, I just want to pull this out. Let us tell them of the Savior, tell them that He will be found. Did uh, the Lord look upon Ruth? Amen, He did. He was found. Colossians 3.16 says, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And that's what we want to do today. Sing with grace in our hearts to the Lord. We also want to sing with understanding. Psalm 47, 6 says, Sing praises to God. Sing praises. Sing ye praises unto our King. Sing praises. For God is the King of all the earth. Sing ye praises with understanding. Amen. I think it was Eric that made up a point earlier. And he says, if you have faith, you've got to have two things. One is, are they able to do something? Well, our God is the king of all the earth. Amen. And then the other one is, are they going to move on your behalf? Right. Well, can't you read the story of Ruth and see how she put her trust in the Lord God of Israel? Your God will be my God. And he looked after her wonderfully. Amen. He will do the same thing with us. So that's just a beautiful comfort. Amen. If you'd break out the red hymnals, we're going to look at hymn number 305. Arise, my soul, arise. 305. You know, we've we've learned in Romans that Jesus Christ lives, and in Hebrews, He ever liveth to intercede for us. Before the throne, our surety stands. We know that. We sing this. Sing with understanding. 305, Arise, my soul, arise. Arise, my soul, arise. Shake.
confess our sins, we can come before our Father, and He sees Jesus Christ's righteousness. He doesn't see us. He sees Jesus Christ. He ever liveth to intercede for us. I'm thankful for that. With that, Brother Nathan. Thank you, Brother Stephen. Two great hymns, two great lead-ins to a few thoughts that I have for us on prayer. And then we will move to some prayers. Not to discount what we heard this morning in the book of Ruth, but I know, Brother Newell's heart, the most important thing we can do this day is to pray. Amen. The, the Bible's emphasis for Christians from the Old Testament to the New Testament is prayer. 1 Timothy 2.18 says, as Paul's talking to Timothy, we hear these words. Actually, 2.8. 1 Timothy 2.8, I will therefore that men pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands without wrath and doubting. If you want to change something in your life, the relationship with your spouse, your abilities as a father or a mother, the nation, the economy, your personal finances, the relationship with another church member, health, and many, many other circumstances that we find ourselves in life, there's one thing above all else that has power that you can do, and that's prayer. We've heard many times how to pray as far as the things that need to be in place when we go to prayer. There's an outline on the website. It's ten points, and it's ten things that we need to have in place when we go to prayer. And we we actually just heard a reminder in the last few weeks from our pastor about those ten things. I do not want to go over those ten things. I want to go over a couple of other things that uh, struck me when I started to think about prayer. And the first one is just that that I mentioned. The most important thing we can do is pray. And if I say that several times, I'm, I'm a little bit sorry, but the emphasis in the Bible is too great to ignore. We've got people praying from Abraham all the way down through the saints and Revelation. Here's a short, a very short list of some of the people that prayed in the Bible. Abraham, Jacob, Gideon, Elijah, Jabez, Hannah, David, Solomon, Hezekiah, Ezra, Daniel, Isaiah, Jonah, Jesus, Paul, Peter, and the saints in Revelation. And that's just a very short list. Go to the online Bible, type in prayer, and it starts in Genesis and it finishes in Revelation. We've got verses like 1 Timothy 2.8, I will therefore that every man pray. We've got verses like pray without ceasing. We've got many examples about um, how we're supposed to pray um, without ceasing and importunate in prayer. When looking at the character of godly men in the Bible, as this list we just mentioned, the one thing that sticks out more than other is them talking with the Lord in prayer. David, a favorite of many in here, was known above all else to walk with the Lord and talk with the Lord. You've got Psalm 119 that is practically a prayer from verse 1 to the end about different aspects of God's word. But it's a prayer. It's a great form of devotion to go look at some of the prayers in the Bible. Many take comfort from Hannah and her prayer to the Lord after what seemed an answer from the Lord is that she wasn't going to have children. And lo and behold, she not only had one, she had many. We heard about Ruth this morning. Do you think Naomi was sitting at home doing nothing when she sent Ruth out on a mission? I believe she was at home praying because it says that 
Ruth called upon God. We know Naomi was too, because that was the God that Ruth wanted to follow. Thy God shall be my God. What should we pray for? We've split our bulletin up into three categories. We've got business and those related. We've got health and things close to that. And then we've got the spiritual needs of the church. We know the spiritual is the most important, for if we have the other two and we aren't blessed spiritually, who cares about the other two? Let us be in bad health and poor, but the Lord of heaven be with us and us know where our eternal reward is. And so let's keep our focus where it needs to be, although in this day and time all three are important. Business related, we hear in James 4.15, not to go about and say, I will do this or that, except the Lord will. You want a job? If the Lord will. Do you want to be blessed financially enough to give to those in need and not to have want? If the Lord will. We know from the Lord's Prayer, give us this day our daily bread. And two points on that. One, our daily needs are, are something we ought to pray for. But secondly, at least pray daily. Because if you're asking for your daily bread, you're required to pray at least daily. Even though from those like Daniel and David, we know that three times a day was the norm for many of the Christians in the Bible. The health issues of the church. We know that's important for there were those in First Kings that prayed, two widows in particular that prayed for health issues. And then we have Hezekiah, a great prayer and a quick prayer that was answered just as quickly as it was prayed. The spiritual needs of the church. We know this to be important, especially from Paul's teaching. We've got James also telling us in James to pray for faith. And we need to do it boldly, for we shouldn't be wavering when we ask for something like faith, or who are we to think that we are going to get it? Paul told us to pray for the church. Many of the quizzers are going over Ephesians right now. Ephesians 6.18 tells us to pray always for all saints, and that includes the church. What does it mean to pray? I looked up several of the uh, spiritual dictionaries that had spiritual explanations for the word pray. And they they range from, from a heartfelt, emotional plea to the Lord to a praise filled acknowledgement of our father in heaven. And knowing from the Lord's prayer, both are included in a godly prayer. I want to focus for a moment on what Jesus focused on when he was giving an example of how to pray and how we ought to approach his throne. He used the example of a child coming to a father. And we heard this this morning from Brother Newell about Thanksgiving and how a father or a mother likes to be thanked when something's done for them. The same's true when we are in need of something. When a child comes to you and asks something, how do you want them to do it to you? Is it okay if they come half-hearted, with a little bit of a slug in their shoulder, kind of wanting what they are asking for? Or is it important to you that they come knowing that you can give it to them, desiring it greatly, and beseeching you for it? And, of course, this sounds weird in this day and time for that to happen, but that's what the Jesus Christ used as an example for how we ought to pray. And so let's let's keep that in mind as we pray this afternoon. As... Any good father wants to give good gifts. He also would like to know that it's desired by who he's to give it to. Turn with me for a moment to Matthew 7, and let's, let's see those verses where Jesus gave us this example of how to pray. Matthew 7, 
And we're going to read a couple of verses from starting in verse 7. What, what better place to go find an example than the Lord Jesus Christ himself? Right. Matthew 7, starting at verse 7. And this is the Ask, Seek, and Knock. And if you like an acronym, A-S-K, Ask, Seek, and Knock. It's very simple and easy for us to remember. Therefore, none of us have an excuse as to how we ought to go to the Lord. Matthew 7, starting at verse 7. Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For every one that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth. And to him that knocketh, it shall be opened. Or what man is there of you whom, if his son ask bread, will he give him a stone? Or if he ask a fish, will he give him a serpent? And here's the verse we need to focus on as we go to prayer this afternoon. If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your Father, which is in heaven, give good things to them that ask him? And a side point, one of the other Gospels mentions one of those petitions should be the Holy Spirit, for which we will pray later as well. So if if Jesus thought it important enough to use a child going to his father as a great example for us, we ought to think about those things as we pray. I'm going to give a couple of traps that Christians fall into, and this uh, list could be expounded upon, and this list could be uh, added to significantly. But here is a couple for us to remember. The first trap a Christian falls into in concerning prayer is not praying. And there's many reasons why we don't pray, whether it be, I know my parents are praying for me. I know the church just prayed on Sunday. I prayed last week. Do I really need to pray for that again? But the first trap we can we can fall into is not praying. Another one. We pray for the wrong reasons, and that's from a verse that says we might consume it upon our own lusts. That's not a reason to pray or ask for things. We pray that the Lord's will would be done, as we heard earlier. And we pray for those things that are made important by God's word. Another trap, forgetting, which is being optimistic, or consciously not praying for God's will to be done. If James thought it important to bring it out that there were those that said they were going to go into such and such a city and buy and sell and get gain. And that's devising a way and asking the Lord to direct your steps, but not praying that the Lord's will would be done leaves off that second half of asking for the Lord to direct those steps. It's important that we go to prayer, petition the Lord for what we need, but always remembering that that we need to mention at the end, thy will be done. Because the last thing we want is to get our petitions and him not to be with us in those petitions. Another trap, not believing God will answer. Once again, James goes over in the first chapter of James about how we ought to ask boldly. And we shouldn't waver. And we shouldn't be unstable in all our ways. We shouldn't be double-minded. We need to come to the Lord boldly. We need to come to the Lord knowing that if we ask in truth, especially where more than one is gathered, where it says two and three, that he will give those things to us. It's also important to remember that when somebody's leading a prayer, we aren't to sit and half fall asleep. And maybe I mention this because I know the temptations of all hearts is that when somebody else prays, we can kind of get get out from underneath the burden of praying ourselves. But prayer shouldn't be a burden. And when someone leads us, that's exactly what they're doing. They're leading us in prayer. 
We ought all to have bowed heads and bowed hearts, whether physically or, or whether literally or mentally. We need to have our hearts set to pray to the Lord as well. The leader is just mentioning the words on his heart. Our own heart should be expressing our own thoughts and concerns to the Lord. Right. We've heard in times past, I have an unspoken prayer request. We all have unspoken prayer requests. I, I know from talking to some of you and I know from my own heart, there are things that we don't necessarily voice to the congregation that we need. The Lord knows those things, but as we mentioned earlier, we need to make sure we voice them from our heart and request to the Lord. So as we have brothers come before us and pray, let us give them our attention, but the Lord more attention and our hearts set towards him. Brother Stephen's going to lead us in a couple more hymns, and then we're going to start with a couple of brothers praying and, and intersperse some hymns in between. Let's focus on the prayers. Let's pray from our hearts. Let's sing loud in between. And let's make this an opportunity that the flesh not went over us in forgetting that prayer is important. And another point that I want to bring up that, is, that has bothered me from my own flesh is that when we hear, oh, we're going to have another prayer service, part of us, if we're honest, says, do we really have to do that again? Can't we see a jewel from God's word? Can't we just sing can't we have somebody else get up and speak? Prayer is too important for that. And if you ever feel that, it's, feel that it's redundant in this church that we pray too much, you need to open the Bible and see how often it's repeated how we ought to pray continually. So let's give these, these, uh, these songs and these prayers our apt attention and let the Lord be praised. Amen. Guys, if you don't know, I do love Bible quizzing. This isn't a plug for that, but Nathan, you said, you kind of reminded me of Paul in Philippians 3. It says, finally, my brethren, rejoice in the Lord. To write the same things to you, to me indeed, is not grievous, but for you it is safe. Right. And you know what? For you to remind us of prayer, it's not grievous to you, and it does me great. So thank you, brother, for, the, for pressing us and reminding us of prayer. Amen. If you would, bring out your uh, burgundy hymnals. 71 sweet hour of prayer. It is a privilege to go before the Lord our God. It's a great privilege to go before Him. 71 in the Burgundy.
If you would turn to 57, love divine, 57. there it's the theme that we have pray and praise thee without ceasing that's what we want to do we want to bring our prayers before the lord i'm sorry brother paul i've been asked to pray for about the business and practical needs so let's bow our heads and thank the lord first of all for all the good things he's given us and to ask him for the requests that we still have let's pray Our Father in heaven, we are thankful 
that thou art our Father, and that we as thy children can come before thee and ask for those needs that we have. Our Father, you have bound yourself by prayer. As the great God of heaven, you have chosen to use prayer by that, as that means whereby we can come and actually bind thy hands to give, to give us those good things that we need. Our Father, we see this throughout the Bible where the great men of the Bible petitioned thee and successfully for those things they had need of. Our Father, we are thankful that you are great and that you are good. You are the infinite God of heaven and earth. You have made all things, and you have an unlimited ability to help us in those needs that we have. Our Father, we are thankful that you are also good and you are willing, as our brothers have reminded us this morning, you are willing to give us those things that we need. You want to help us. You want to bless us. And oftentimes, O oh Lord, if we're not blessed, it's because we have not asked or asked aright. Our Father, we come before Thee in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, praying that Thou wouldst hear us in this hour, that You would have mercy upon us, that You would receive these petitions and these thanksgivings, that You would be blessed by them, Amen. and that You would honor us, O oh Lord, through the Lord Jesus Christ, and grant us those things we need. Our Father, we come with thanksgiving. We are a thankful people. We want to be thankful. And we have much to thank Thee for. O oh Lord, the Bible tells us that we should be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let our requests be made known unto Thee. Our Father, we are thankful. We want to render thanks unto Thee. We thank Thee for the events of just this past week that you have blessed us with. O oh Lord, you have mercifully granted Adam a good week. He had a difficult job, and we're thankful that you enabled him without rain to get the job done in the time that he needed to get it done. And, O oh Lord, to have those recipients of that job pay him according to what he needed for that job. Lord, we thank you for that blessing for our brother Adam and his landscaping. We thank you for our sister Anna, that you provided a job for her. Oh Lord, the, the events of this search and the success of the accomplishment is wonderful to hear. We are thankful you gave her a great position, one that she needed, one that she's qualified for, and a good situation with a Christian dentist. We pray that you would bless her, O oh Lord, in this in the weeks to come. Give her grace in the eyes of that master. Help her to work hard and be diligent and to gain all the experience she can in that position. And we thank you for bringing that for our sister. We are also thankful for our brother Scott in New Zealand and the new job that you gave him. We are thankful that that was a great answer to prayer from a difficult situation to a situation of reduced responsibility and yet more pay. We're thankful for that. We pray that you would bless him in the days ahead as he assumes those new responsibilities. And also, Lord, we pray that you would bless our brother as he comes over here in a couple months. Bless that trip, and may he be 
here in our midst to sing and praise and to worship Thee with us. Lord, bless him to be a blessing to us. And may we be of service to our brother and challenge, provoke, encourage, and uplift him in the Lord during his time that he is here. We are thankful also for our brother Joel and the job that you gave him. For Matthew, for Mark, for Esther, and for others in recent days, O Lord, besides all those in years gone by that you have blessed with jobs of employment. Oh, Lord, we look out upon our congregation and we realize that we are nearly all employed and we are very thankful for that continuous employment you have given us over many days and years gone by. Thank you, Lord, for such provision for our needs. Our Father, but yet we pray for more. Oh, Lord, we thank you for what you've given us. But yet we need more when we think of our brother Ed, that you would raise up a good position for him, that you would grant him the desire of his heart. He wants to work, Lord. He wants to have a position of responsibility where he can, that he can use to keep himself gainfully employed and to support his family. We pray that you would bless and provide that good thing for him. We pray also, Lord, that you would preserve the jobs that we have. We think of our brother Stephen at Bilo. We think of brother Matthew at Lockheed and the situations there, and you know them perfectly, Lord. You were in total control of every job, every company, every position. And we pray that you would bless these two brothers especially and preserve their employment for their family's sake. We pray also that you would bless the daycare for Dave and Jody that you would grant more children for it, that you would increase it and expand it and grow it for their benefit because they have that need, Lord. We pray that you would hear us and bless us in this respect. And, oh, Lord, if there's other positions, other jobs that are needed, whether part-time to full-time, a move for the better of the person, we pray that you would grant and hear the requests of our hearts even though they have not been listed here, we pray that you would bless us in that respect. We pray also that you would overrule all those in authority over us. Oh, Lord, you see that our leaders, they have many responsible and responsibilities to make every day. They have great decisions to make. We pray that you would bless them to rule in righteousness, to rule in wisdom for our sakes. We pray, O Lord, if they do not rule according to thy word, that you would overrule them, that we thy people may yet, O Lord, lead quiet and peaceable lives in all godliness and honesty. We pray, O Lord, that you would deliver us from the wickedness of our land, that you would preserve us in the face of wicked men around us, that you would deliver us, O Lord, from our enemies and all those that would rise up against us. We pray that you would give us strength and protect us. We pray, O Lord, that you would grant us wisdom in our daily walk in this world. Bless us to love thy word, to love the precepts and principles and the guidance in thy word, to walk righteously before thee. We pray that you would help us, O Lord, to have strength in our workplace, to work diligently, to work hard, 
to submit to authority in all aspects and to therefore, O Lord, use thy word and, and its guidance to walk righteously before thee. And we pray that you would bless us as we do so. Our Father, we pray that you would also preserve us in this economic difficult time. O Lord, there are many millions without jobs across this land, but yet you've blessed us, and we pray that you would yet preserve us in these dark times. O Lord, the investments you know, have not performed well recently. We've had difficult times with that. We pray that you would guide us and preserve all of us financially, investment-wise. Have mercy upon us and preserve us, O Lord, because we trust in thee. We do not know what the future holds, but, O Lord, we know that you do. And we pray that you would preserve us and keep us in these times. We pray also for our students and the classes and programs they are in. We pray that you would bless them to work hard and be diligent in every class that you have called them to. Guide and direct their footsteps. O Lord, we do not always know which field to go into, which profession to go after, we pray that you would keep us. Lord, preserve us. Guide us with wisdom as to the paths that we should take and have mercy upon us. Oh, Lord, there's other things that we could pray for, but we pray that you would hear in these requests. Have mercy upon us. We pray that you would give us success in those things that we need success in. We pray that you would guide and keep us in all our ways and help us. For we do trust in thee, thou art the great God of heaven. You are able to bless us, and we pray that you would hear us this day and grant us blessing in these things that we have asked for. We trust in thee according to thy will and pray that it would be according to thy will in all these things that we have prayed for. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Some people have said it's the small things that the Lord does in our lives that really makes us feel that He is with us, and we see that. Think about Ruth going out, and she goes to the left rather than to the right, and the Lord blessed that hat that she went on. And I just wanted to thank the Lord for a very simple thing. We prayed for my uh, professional certification. I had the uh, I passed the exam, but I don't believe in anything until I actually see the results. And they were supposed, I was supposed to find out the results in mid-October, so the way they were going, I figured I'd know in November. But they came back with the results this week. And so I passed. I'm completely certified. Amen. That's just a little token from the Lord, right. and I'm just thankful for it. Because you know, I know you guys would ask, well, haven't you gotten the results back yet? It's been eight weeks. No, I didn't have the results back. So I figured it would be the same inefficiency. But just a little token from the Lord in my life. Amen. And I just want to praise Him for that. Open up your burgundy hymnals to 608, O Thou God of my salvation.
you would turn to 564, one there is above all others. And after this, Brother Chris Carnell, if you'll come up and pray for our health needs. One there is Chris, if you can come on up, please. Let us bring our health and physical needs before the Lord. Our Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for all your mercy, grace, and goodness to us that you have shown us all the days of our lives. Lord, as we consider the frailty of our bodies, that we are dust, and that our age is set to 70 years approximately, Lord, and we consider the frailty of our bodies. Lord, we come to you to ask you for help with them. Lord, but before we ask, we would be remiss not to thank you and praise you for every day of good health and strength that you have given us. Lord, for every day in which we were we woke up and felt strong and were able to go to our responsibilities that you've given us, uh, Lord, for every day that you've given us the ability to consider and make decisions and and uh, prosecute every responsibility that you've given us, Lord, those are kindnesses that you have shown us, and we thank you for those. Um, Lord, the ability to get out of bed in the morning is a mercy from you, and Lord, we thank you for that. Lord, some of us have some health difficulties Some are minor, some are significant, and we just bring them all to you, knowing that you delight when we cast our cares upon you. Um, Lord, we know, as David mentioned in Psalm 103, that you heal all our diseases. And, Lord, we bring some of those to you now. Lord, we think of uh, our pastor uh, Brother Jonathan, who is sick with some illness afflicting him, 
We ask that this time might be useful for him, as perhaps you have given him time to meditate in his bed and think on many things that he otherwise may not have had as much opportunity for. We thank you for that opportunity that you have given him, and yet at the same time, we ask that you might raise and restore him to the health that he ordinarily enjoys. Lord, for our sister Sylvia, who has been somewhat afflicted at times with kidney stones, Lord, we just ask that you would give her complete deliverance from this, uh, that you would restore her good, uh, good health that you have given her at other times. Lord, for Sister, Sister Teresa, having experienced the most recent pregnancy in here, we ask that you would give her a return to full strength and health, yes. recovering from childbirth. We just ask uh, your mercy upon her and little charity. Lord, for Heather uh, and her pregnancy and her child that she is carrying, we ask that you might be merciful to her and to him, that you would grant a full full-term pregnancy and health and strength for both mother and child. Lord, also for those who desire to have children and for whatever reason known to you have not been able, Lord, we just ask your strength for conception is totally within your hand and power. And we ask that your mercy and grace and goodness uh, might be given to those who wish to experience that particular mercy and kindness of yours. Lord, uh, for Sister Christine and her recovery from gallbladder surgery, Lord, we just thank you that that uh, surgery was available, that she could have it and, and be able to seek relief from those symptoms. We ask that that might continue to be the case and that this procedure would have solved the problems that she was having. Uh, Lord, for uh, Frank and Mary, who are ill more often, and in Mary's case, with more serious things. Lord, it can be very discouraging to be ill. It can be discouraging to be ill for a long time. And, Lord, we just ask your kindness upon them, that you would give them some relief from the, from the afflictions, that as Mary seeks different doctors to address the symptoms that she experiences, that you would give doctors wisdom and and her some relief from these things and that you might give both of them strength, that they might attend more often and, and feel able to, that you might bless them in their daily lives. Lord, these are just some of the things that afflict us, and we seek your mercy and your care in these matters. And Lord, as we seek your blessing in these things, let us not ask amiss that we might consume it upon our lusts, but let us keep in mind, Lord, in one instance, the noble reasoning of Hezekiah when asking for deliverance from a health problem. Lord, he asked for deliverance for a reason, that he might share your word and your truth with another generation. And Lord, David who said that in the grave my tongue cannot praise you. Lord, those are good and noble reasons to be delivered from health afflictions. And, Lord, for these same reasons, we ask that these might be delivered in their health afflictions. And for every one of us that you've given health, may we always use it for the betterment and edification of the kingdom of God. Lord, these things we commit to your care. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.
We serve a wonderful God. One thing that's different between our religion and many others is our Savior saved us. He didn't make it possible for us to be saved. He saved us. Amen. He chose us. He picked us with his strong right arm. It's an easy thing for him. Amen. I love thinking about his strength and his promise to us. And with that, if we would, in your Burgundy 194. Who is this that comes from far? We serve a mighty Savior. <clears throat> Flip to 424, O Thou in Whose Presence. That's another theme I've switched to as I want us to think about our Lord Jesus Christ. We're coming up and praying before Him. He's our powerful Savior. O Thou in Whose Presence.
Jeff, if you would come up and bring the spiritual needs of our congregation before the Lord, please. Our Father and our God, you are worthy of all of our praise. You are worthy of our lives, O Lord. Lord, you created everything. You are all wise, O God. You are all powerful. You are all present. You are all knowing, O Lord. Father, we have great enemies, O Lord, that are much greater than we are. Father, our own flesh, this world the devil, O God, and we need thy help, O Lord. We need thy help to be thy saints upon this earth, O God, just to make it through this life. Lord, we're so thankful for what you have done for us. We're thankful that thou art God, for you are perfect in all your ways. We're thankful, Lord, that you sent your Son. We thank thee, God, for his virgin birth, his perfect exemplary life without sin, his sacrificial once and for all, selfless death, his resurrection, his ascension, and now his intercession for us, O God, which we need so desperately. Lord, we're thankful for thy Holy Spirit to comfort us, to guide us, to make intercession for us, O Lord, as we pray with groanings that cannot be uttered. Lord, we're so thankful for prayer, for the power of prayer, for the many answers to prayer that we have had, O God, for just the ability to bring things up before thee, Lord. What a mercy. Amen. Father, we're thankful for the provision you have made for us while we're on this earth, O Lord. We're thankful that you preserved your word perfectly, O God. It was inspired, Lord, and you preserved the words, O God, the very words that you want us to have even this day. Father, we're thankful, O God, that you gave your church, Lord, and you commanded men to assemble together in your churches, Lord. And you gave guidelines for these churches. We thank thee so much for that, Lord. We're thankful for all the brethren that you have put into this church to make it what it is. Lord, and we're thankful that you gave gifts to men to be pastors and teachers, Lord. 
And we're thankful for the man that you have set before us and over us. Father, we have many, many needs, O God. Lord, we, like I already said, Lord, we need Thee, O Lord, to empower us just to make it through this life, Lord. Father, we pray, O God, that You would cause us to walk before Thee, that You would cause us to be perfect, O God, that You would cause us to reflect Thee, O Lord, in a perfect example that You've given us of Thee, of Thy Son, and Thy Word. Father, we pray that You would inspire us, Lord, to want to excel, to be the best that we can, O God, to never sit and be satisfied with second place, O Lord. Father, we pray that You would keep our hearts, Lord, and that You would cause us to keep our hearts with all diligence. Father, we pray that You would grant us an excellent spirit within us. We pray, Lord, that You would bless us with Thy Holy Spirit. We pray that You would grant us wisdom, O God. We pray, Lord, that You would grant us peace with Thee, Lord, and the knowledge that we have peace with Thee, and we thank Thee for that. Lord, we pray that you would bless us to live Christianity, O God, to live in the realm of grace. Father, we pray that you would bless us with the assurance of your love, O God, and bless us to be filled with all thy fullness. Father, bless us to glory and tribulation, O Lord. Tribulations will come, we know that, O God, but it's the way that you work patience in us and experience, O God, and make us better. Cause us to glory in these Father, let us never lose our joy and salvation, to never lose our hope, O Lord. Father, we pray that you would bless us all to be peacemakers, O God. Lord, cause us to number our days, cause us to not procrastinate, Lord. Father, we pray that you would let the words of our mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight. God, we pray that you would bless us with charity, O God, that we would love one another. Lord, we pray that you would bless us with faith. Increase it, Father. We ask, O God, that you would bless us to have single, united hearts before thee, O Lord. Let us not be double-minded. Lord, as I already said, we thank thee so much for the man of God that you have set before us and over us, O Lord. Father, we are much like the Ethiopian eunuch, O God. We have thy word, but Lord, without a man, without the beautiful feet of the man of God, to proclaim it to us, to teach it to us, O Lord. We are still not perfect. Father, we pray that you would bless this man, O God, with the boldness of Elijah, with the boldness of John the Baptist and your apostles. Father, we pray that you would bless him with the perseverance of Jeremiah to be instant in season and out of season. Lord, we pray that you would bless him with the same portion of thy spirit as you did Elisha. Lord, we pray that you would bless him with the wisdom, understanding, and discretion that you did Solomon. Father, we pray that you would bless him, and we thank thee for doing it, to be efficient in his work. Lord, strengthen him, Father. We pray that you would keep his mind. We pray that you would open your word up to him and cause him to rightly divide it, O Lord, including the last ten chapters of Ezekiel and Revelation. Father, we pray that you would keep him from sin. Lord, we pray that you would protect him from accident, from injury, from illness, and from his enemies. Father, we pray that you would cause him to take heed to himself. We pray that you would lead him as he leads us. We pray that you would make his way plain, that you would set him in a wide room and keep him from slippery places, O God. Father, we pray that you would do all these things, not just for him, Lord, but for his seven children, for his twelve grandchildren, Lord, that they would not be a burden on him, O God. Father, have mercy on all of them. Father, we thank Thee for the things that we have seen that You've done for 
these children, O God. We thank Thee for promotions. We thank Thee for deliverances, O God. We pray that You would continue to do them, Lord. Provide jobs, Lord. Preserve jobs. Lord, allow those that don't want to work anymore to not work, O God. Father, we pray that You would raise up other ministers, especially in our midst, O God. Lord, we pray that You would lead Chris Burton, O Lord, and show him what he needs to do. Father, we pray that the fathers in our congregation would be mighty men before Thee, O God, and lead their families to take this burden off our pastor. We pray, Lord, that You would deliver us from strange children. Lord, we pray that You would grant us and our pastor doors of utterance and grant Thy gospel free course, O Lord. Father, we pray that You would bless our attendance, O Lord. Deliver us from conflicts due to work, O Lord. We know that we must all work. But, Lord, just make that as minimal as possible. And we thank Thee for the way You've blessed us in that. Lord, for our website, Lord, this valuable tool, Lord, that You have blessed us with and allowed us to fulfill a great vision of our pastor, Lord. We pray that You would bless it, O Lord. We pray that You would cause it to be used. Bless the users, O Lord. And protect it, O God. Father, we pray for our pastor that you would cause him to be pleased and content with his effort, O Lord. It is a great effort, O God. Let him be satisfied with it. Lord, also for our congregation, we're so thankful for the marriages that you have provided within it. Father, for the most recent two marriages, for Mark and Esther, Lord, we thank thee for that. We thank Thee for the way You provided jobs for them, O Lord. We pray that You would continue to go before them, lead them in their professional pursuits. Lord, for John and Andrea, we thank Thee for that marriage, O God, and we pray that You would continue to lead them. Lord, but we have more young people that are getting older. Lord, we pray that You would bless them. You know them all, O God. We pray for Jamie, for Mayanna, for Victoria, for April, for James and Bryant, Lord, in St. Louis. For others, O God, we pray that you would just bless them, O Lord. You've been so very, very faithful to us, and we are so most thankful, O God. But, Father, we trust thee fully for this. Father, we pray for the saints around the world, especially those that are alone, especially any that are persecuted, O God. Bless them, be with them. You've already heard the thanks for our brother Scott, O God. We pray that you would bless him greatly. Lord, we pray that you would cause him to continue to adorn thy gospel. At his current job as he finishes up there, and then at his new job when he moves, Lord. We pray, Lord, that you would provide saints for him to fellowship with, or even a wife, O God. Father, we pray that you would enable him to come to this country someday and be among us permanently, Lord. Father, this is a great desire, Lord, and we pray that you would grant it. Continue to bless his health, O Lord. Father, for the many others we have come across, O God, we know of a brother... Hans Son Choi in Houston, Lord, bless him. Bless our sister Tatiana. Bless James Snyder down in Florida, Lord. John Francis, the DC5, O oh God, the other saints in that area. Father, be with the saints in Missouri, O oh Lord. They don't even have a pastor, O oh God. Bless them with a pastor. Meet their needs, O oh Lord. Help them, Lord. Keep them from discouragement. Father, we pray for the saints in Michigan. Be with them, O oh God. Meet their needs. Be with our brother Jim up there and his family. Father, we pray for the saints in Malaysia, O oh God, who are in a persecuted nation, O oh Lord. Father, be with them. Protect them, Lord. Protect their building, O oh God. Just take care of them. Father, for a brother Larry Lowe there, Lord, we pray that you would raise him up and restore his health. Lord, have mercy on him. 
for John Stanley, O oh God, and his small congregation that we don't even know where it is, Lord. We pray that you would bless them, lead them, O oh God, keep them in the center of thy will. Father, for all thy saints, O oh God, we pray that you would keep the hedges about them, Lord, that you promised. The hedge of protection, O oh God, but the hedge that you also keep about us to protect us and keep us from sin, O oh Lord. Father, we need thy help. We are so helpless without thee. We are totally dependent upon thee, Lord. Father, for children, O oh God, Father, let us lose no other in, in this congregation, O oh God. Bless them, cause them to follow hard after thee, Lord. Lead them. Father, let them see the examples of thy faithfulness in this congregation, Lord. Let them trust in thee more and more every day. Lord, but for the ones that have left, Lord, or for other children that have not joined with us, O oh God, we pray that you would bless them, Lord, to see thy truth. Lord, open up their eyes, Lord. There's, there are no words we can give them, O oh Lord. We can live a life before them, O oh God, but it is, it is in thy hands, Lord. You must grant repentance, and we trust thee for that, but we beg thee for that, O oh God. Bring them back or bring them into our congregation. Father, we pray for other family members, parents, grandparents, O oh God. Brothers, sisters, Lord, you know them all, O oh God. Father, we pray, Lord, that you would bless pastors that we have known in the past, O oh God, that you would bless them, that you would open their eyes, Lord, that we could again have full fellowship with them, Lord. For our, our brother Tim Boffey, our brother Ben Mott, our brother Conrad Gerald, O oh God, we are so thankful for the what they the part they played, O oh God, in our past, Lord. But, Lord, we just pray that you would open their eyes up, O oh God, that they would see thy full truth, Lord. Have mercy on them, Lord. Father, we would thank thee greatly for this blessing. Lord, we pray, Lord, that you would be with others that we come across, O oh God. We get letters on the website, O oh Lord. We shed a tear for them, Father, for when they ask, can you recommend a congregation nearby for us to meet with, Lord, they, we know that there is none. Father, for a lady that wrote us, Catherine Parker, oh God, she's concerned about her husband and his conversion. Lord, we pray that you would bless her. Lord, we pray again that you would grant conversion to this man. Lord, that you would unite their family. Father, bless her to to live a good life before him and convert him with that. Father, for the lost sheep in this area, oh God, around the world. We pray for them, O oh God. We pray that you would give us soul-winning opportunities, that we would be soul-winners even in this time, O oh God. Soul-winning the way that you prescribe it, Father. Lord, we pray that your will would be done in all these things, O oh God. Father, we pray for everyone in this body, O oh God. Father, you made this lump whole. You made it perfect the way that it is right now, Lord, and we believe that. Father, we ask and we pray all this in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. If you would, stand with me and uh, turn to 236 in the Burgundy, Be Thou My Vision. It's another prayer we can have before the Lord as we close. Be Thou My Vision, O Lord of my heart, Oh!
Brother Nathan, if you would uh, give a benediction, please. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you all. It's been a privilege to be in the house of the Lord this day. Amen. A couple of parting verses. Let us not, let's, let, let's not be the only time we pray this week. Let us not be the only time that we beseech the Lord for the things that other members of the church need. Right. And a couple of verses from the end of Philippians. My God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Now unto God and our Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. You're dismissed. Amen. Amen.